Welcome to another episode of Let's Get Fizzy Poll. I'm your host, Christy Sellers, and today I'm joined by Lauren Jabra-McMiller. Hello. And Celeste Roylance. Hi, guys. So these two are here because we have some very exciting things to tell you about the syllabus. Yes. Celeste, do you want to start? What's yeah. What's happening? What's new? So we're super excited um, out of interest with Silks and Hoop that we already um, run at our studios. We have been developing a hammock tricks uh, syllabus. So it's called Dynamic Hammock. Dynamic Hammock. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it sounds very fun and exciting and it is fun. Yes. Uh, and yeah, it's a mixture between Silks and Hoop. Yeah, we've been um, over the last couple months um, teaching ourselves some tricks and things and looking at the basics and foundations that people need to do and putting together a syllabus for you guys so you can learn it all. And so this, because we have run in the past hammock flow, which is more like a relaxing, stretching sort of conditioning class. Yeah, that's more casual and yeah. So how is this one different? So this is all about the tricks. Okay, so it's structured in the same way as pole yep. and silks and hoop. So this is essentially going to be like a fourth core um, course, core course. Can I say that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so it works up through levels as well. Yep. So, yeah, we um, have levels one to five in the works at the minute. And then as it goes on, we'll make more. Yes, and actually, guys, Celestia was showing me one of the combos yesterday. Um, we're here at her studio at the moment, and it's so cool. I want to be able to do it. It just all flows really well, and it doesn't actually look like you need as much strength in the hammock as what you do, because I did yeah. silks for a little while before I got pregnant again. Um, and, yeah, it just sort of looks like you can sit yes, in the hammock. Yes, it's like a giant swing. So it yeah. hugs you and cuddles you and makes you feel very safe and you don't require as much upper, bar, uh, upper arm strength as silks. I think so. we should put that in the class description. Hugs you and cuddles you. Yeah. <laughs> what an apparatus that hugs and cuddles you. Dynamic hammock. And Lauren, you have been working on the syllabus as well. I have been, yes. I have been working on the spin syllabus to update and make it flow a little better and also make it more connected with the, the static syllabus as well. So if there's any time that you wanted to try spin, I would suggest now. Mm-hmm. Um, with Ignite and everything coming up as well, you need those spin elements for yeah. your solo. You obviously need some static and you need some spin as well. And so many people enter Ignite and they've never done spin They've never before. done spin. And mm-hmm. I've taken privates with people and they're like, you know, oh, I need some spin tricks, but I've never actually done it. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> here so we go. here we go. Exactly. Um, so I would recommend getting to a class now as well, especially if you've never done anything, like never done hoop or silks or anything where the apparatus spins. Yeah. Because um, I know some people do get motion sickness and that, you know, you can overcome that. The sooner you get into a class, yeah, the better you'll feel with it. And then training your solos for Ignite 
you're going to be pro at it yeah. by the time you get I there. remember actually when I started spin, I did have some motion sickness. I felt like, um, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep doing this because I really feel um, a bit dizzy when I finish. But it only took me a couple of classes. And obviously people have a whole heap of remedies. They were like, take ginger tablets or something like that. Um, And, yeah, it did go away eventually. It it became much easier. Did either of you have that? Um, I didn't, surprisingly. I thought I would because Mm -hmm. obviously... The pole being so thin, when you come into it and spin, you go really, really, really fast. Yeah. Um, but no, I actually, I was fine with it. Celeste, mm. did you? Uh, no, I was fine. Like, I did spin on hoop before I did, like, spin uh, on pole. Yes. So, yeah. And, like, I went to Nika and they were teaching us how to spin really fast and not get so dizzy. That was oh, okay. fun, but not. What's the trick? Well, well, with hoop, you can't spot. So yeah. if you come from a dance background, your natural instinct will be to spot. To spot. <laughs> spot, for those of you who don't know, spotting means that you look at a spot on the wall or um, in front of you, and then as you turn around, you try to keep your head facing that spot as your body turns, and then at the last minute when your head can't stay there anymore, you whip it around to focus back on that same spot. So essentially when you see like a ballerina doing um, a whole heap of fouettes, or which is turns in a row, um, that's what they're doing so that they don't get dizzy and they can do that, you know, 30 times mm. and then keep going and not fall over. So that's what spotting is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're saying that, yeah, obviously you can't spot no, on the hoop. No, spin way faster than your body can keep up. You're probably just going to break your neck if you try. <laughs> yes. And I know the first time I tried hoop, I was trying to spot. Yeah. And instantly, I think Robin was my instructor and she's like, you're a dancer, aren't you? I'm yes. like, yeah. And she's like, don't spot. So how do we do it? How do we not get dizzy? Um, so the best technique is to actually look at something that's moving with you. Or not focus on yeah. anything at all. So, like, so when I'm doing hoop, yeah, I look at the hoop because yep. that's moving with you uh-huh. or at my hand. So, same with spin pole. If you're doing spin pole, you can look at your hand and try and just focus on that and not anything around right. you that's moving. Yeah. I do that on spin and I never realised yeah, that, that I do it. that yeah. until now. Because, obviously, spin, you can't spot either. Yeah. No. no you can't. <laughs> You really That's can't. a really handy tip. Okay, guys, so if you are feeling dizzy, try to focus on something that is moving with you, whether it be the apparatus or a body part of yep. your own. Yes. Not yep. someone else. Yes. <laughs> no, not someone else. <laughs> that does not help. When I just throw this in for funnies, but in um, when I did my full-time course dancing and we'd do the turns across the room, so you're moving yep. across the room and doing shanays. Yeah, they're called shanays. <laughs> uh, and you would spot like the wall on the other side I remember I did it a couple of times I must have been spotting the teacher but she like got up and started walking and I I started following her around like I curved ended up on a curve instead of a straight line so (laughs) it does work um good okay so handy little tip there and just let's go back to dynamic hammock for the moment for a second what if I've never done pole or silks or hoop can I can I start that you on sure its own? Can. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably, I would say it's going to be, well, it's going to be the most, e- like the easiest aerial apparatus that we'll be offering from now on. Yep. So my personal opinion, I always say pole would be your first option. 
and then I would say hammock now and okay. then hoop and then silks. Yeah, because pole, obviously, you're standing. So that's yeah. in level one, it is the easiest out of that's the apparatus. It. But hammock, obviously, it's um, supporting you so you don't have to use that upper body strength. Yeah, you can build that up as you go and you'll still feel accomplished by being able to do tricks still. Mm. Whereas, like, hoop sometimes, like, once you're in the hoop, it's fine, but trying to get the upper body strength to be able to get into the hoop to start with sometimes can be a bit of a struggle. Yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. And... I remember, um, I'm really excited that this is being added to our syllabi because I saw hammock a few years ago and probably the first real thing that I I saw or I was going to say that grabbed me was a video on YouTube um, and you can look it up if you like. It's called Once Upon a Dream, but you probably have to put Once Upon a Dream hammock and um, it's really, really cool. You've seen it, Lauren. Were you saying you've seen it? I haven't seen it. I've oh, you've seen, seen it. Yes, I've watched you've seen her it. other ones as well. She's got one where she's like in the rain. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so this one is in the forest and there's like smoke and it's really, really cool. Okay, yeah, I go check it out. But I remember seeing that and I just thought, oh my God, this is amazing. So it was, yeah, like I said, the first time I saw it with tricks and it's like she has drops in there yeah. and uses it in a different way. And it just looked like so much fun because when you're tired, you can just like take a rest in the... In the yeah. swing. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. Really, really So, fun. obviously, if your studio has aerials, keep an eye out for this. Uh, if it is going to be added to the timetable, don't put too much pressure on your studio owner because, as you guys know and, well, hopefully know, it is very difficult to timetable and to fit everything in that you're trying to run, as well as that, obviously, with the hammock, there's the equipment and everything that needs to be organised as well. So do keep an eye out for it. We are really excited about it. You're hearing it here first, but it may be um, a little while longer until it's at your studio. So is there anything else that uh, you can update us on with the syllabus? Yeah, so we're always looking at how we can improve it and make it better for the students. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's how the spin came around is that it hadn't been looked at for a little while and we did find some things would work better if we changed them. So that's why we did that. Um, Yeah, and the hammock came about as we've got hoop and silks and then we did get the hammocks for the hammock flow and then everyone was after tricks. Yes. (laughs) We have done that, and yeah, so we'll be looking at the mixed aerial syllabus next. Yes. So Lauren will be mm. going through that because we have just recently updated our silk syllabus and our hoop syllabus, so yep. that's all updated and current and hopefully a bit easier and got more content in it for the students. So that will transfer across to the mixed aerial syllabus, and then we'll be going through... Um, probably static pole again just that it's like a big wheel we just keep going back around and and that's the thing like you know as a student you may not really realize how things are run from the head office perspective of the whole franchise you sort of just going in for your class and you see that your studio owners um, running and working that working really hard but on the head office side of things we're constantly you know, updating and innovating and keeping things fresh and making sure that the syllabus is, you know, relevant because even poll over the last two years has changed so much again. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely it has. It's getting insane, the tricks that 
people yes. are expecting. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it's sort of a delicate balance between making sure that what we have in the syllabus is achievable for everybody and still works up on that progressive system that we have in place with the levels yeah. and, you know, working on one thing and then another. So, but at the same time, you want to, we want to keep adding the new tricks in so that everyone's getting to do those. And yes. So it's and not, not easy work. Students research as well. Yeah, they're like, can we so, do this? Can we do this? Can we do that? Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, like, the exciting thing that we brought in, was it last year, the elites? levels yes oh yeah. yeah so we brought yeah in... people probably don't know about that no. because that's only brand new yeah mm. exactly so yeah with our static it only went to level one to ten and then you did pre-elite which was going over all the tricks again and then you were elite so it was up to your teacher sort of to well we had you... like um a working list of tricks for elite yeah but it, it wasn't, wasn't structured no it wasn't structured and the classes were because I taught this class for a number of years. So there weren't really that many elite classes across all of the studios. And then as people started, yeah, there's more and more working up through the levels, we had to go, okay, what's next for them? Because that elite level is even not really the top level anymore. So then we decided to put five additional levels. So we've got now elite level one, elite level two, three, four, five. So you pass all the levels and then you go back to level one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and they're a combination of uh, static and spin. Yeah. So if you do spin pole or static pole, once you hit elite, you'll go into the same syllabus and you'll do spin one week and static the next week. And because by that level, you're sort of generally able to switch between the two and probably want to as well, that's especially it, if you're competing. Level. Yeah. Yes. You definitely absolutely. need both. So that's why we have mixed it into both in the elite levels. And we did feel like this was good value adding the two into the one course, because that way the elite class don't have to do two separate courses, which leaves more time for dynamic hammock and exactly. and hoop. That's exactly right. So many things going on now. Yes, absolutely there is. Well, that's another thing that we have that's possibly happening soon is is with our casual classes. What is it? uh, We might be doing in exotic tricks. Oh, nice. That is very exciting. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, so um, that's not my forte, but we do have some instructors here that have had interest in possibly running an actual sort of trick based class rather than like we have late night sexy and yeah dance boudoir and type that so you yeah. just learn a new routine every week but you generally like you might do some tricks in there but you're not working on them constantly yeah and then you might forget what you've done so that is our goal now is to actually have an eight-week course that you'll learn designated tricks and the trick um, difficulty will go up in the eight weeks yeah and yeah you sort of can jump into it casually but depending on your level like if it's week seven the tricks might be a little bit harder than if you joined in week one um yeah. that's very exciting that's probably really still helpful. a little while off uh yeah maybe a little but it shouldn't be too far away hopefully okay Okay. But it'll be very handy for routines, I think, for igniting things. Yeah. Because quite often it's those transition sort of things where you know all the tricks, but then how do you put them all together? How do you make it flow? Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Giveaway time. Yay. 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 
Celeste, do you want to tell us what yeah. we're giving away today? So we're giving away a little grip package. So you'll get an eye tack mm-hmm. and a tight grip. Yay! In a little bag with a bow. Cute. And that'll save you oh, probably about $35 worth of yeah. stuff. Yep. So to win that, or to go in the draw to win that, you need to go onto your social media and share this episode and tag Fizzy Pole Studios Australia Facebook page or if it's on Instagram, the at Fizzy Pole is the handle. So the big question is, I would like to know and our Fizzy fam would like to know, what are your favourite pair of pleasers? Lauren. Wow. <laughs> That's a hard decision. We need to know heel height. We need to know um, clear top or not and boots or shoes or, oh, my God, so many options. Well, I actually, I have probably my favourite pair at the moment would be my my black eight-inch boots with the um, sparkle platform. Oh, yes. Yes, you actually got them for me. I, I wanted the matte black for Russian exotic and you're like I got these ones they're better and I'm like okay no, I'll I take couldn't them. get the other ones and then <laughs> I said right. how about these and you're like okay and I was like good because I already ordered them for yeah, you yeah that's right <laughs> I was like yep that's it so let's see what's your favorite pair of pieces um, oh that's a hard question I do like I have two ones like I think they were my second yeah I think they were my second pair of pieces that I like to wear they're black uh, I think they're six and a half inch um, and they've got rhinestones all through the bottom and they've got black tops. Amazing. So I liked them because I can sneakily wear them to formal events. Ah, <laughs> they double up. Yes. Yeah. How many inches did you say? Six and a half. Oh, okay. So I like, started with like a five inch when I first started. I started I with a four inch, if you can oh, believe yeah. that. Yeah, I was And I thought that person. was high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on today. It was really, really good to hear about all the new things that are happening with the syllabus and what's next. Yeah. Thank Thank you you for having us. You're very welcome. Well, thanks, Fizzy Fam, for joining us today, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. 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 Let's get Fizzy Fam.